Hello, welcome to the Positive Posting Conversation, the show about how to have a better relationship with your dog and cat. I'm Zazie Todd, author of the books Wag and Purr and creator of Companion Animal Psychology blog. My co-host Christy Benson is a dog trainer and anthropologist and she also works for the Academy for Dog Trainers. We don't give advice on your pet, so if you have concerns, see your veterinarian, dog trainer or cat behaviourist as appropriate. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Christy, I'm so excited about the positive posting conversation. Me too. And I am really looking forward to how much fun we're going to be have um, be having talking about dogs and cats and um, other pets, behavior, training, all of it. All of those things, because this podcast is for anyone who wants to learn more about their dog or cat and how to have a better relationship with their pets. <laughs> And we both bring in a lot of expertise to this, um, as well as we are both pet guardians. Um, I know you have dogs and cats, and I have um, dogs and a cat. Um, so I think a lot of pet professionals will enjoy this podcast as well. I hope so. And just to introduce ourselves, we met as students at the Academy for Dog Trainers a while back. And these days, you're a staff member at the Academy for Dog Trainers. You write for me on my blog, Companion Animal Psychology. You're an anthropologist as well, and you do some really cool work there. And you're a dog trainer. And you also have all these amazing courses on your website for dog guardians who want to know a bit more about how to resolve their dog's behavior issues, whether it's jumping up um, or house training issues. And you've got some grooming um, courses as well so a ton of courses and they're so fun like they're really fun and exciting the way that you work through it so it's not just useful it's a really fun thing to do as well which I think is so cool awesome I'm glad you think I, I, that's my aim is that they're fun I think training can be dreary so making it fun is important um, and you are a best-selling author uh, you have a fantastic book um, wag um, the science of making a dog happy and a fantastic book per uh, the science of making a cat happy um, and both are wonderful and I recommend them and buy them for people all the time they are my favorite go-to you know resource for um, not just new pet guardians but anyone uh, who sort of out there with an uh, with a pet um, who might need a little bit more information or maybe has some outdated ideas um you know or even is just curious about how how you know the the ins and outs of of, of responsible and welfare oriented pet guardianship um and i know you, you also teach um classes you're um a phd and you teach classes at kinesius um and and you write a fantastic blog um, that is more than ten years old. Uh, so getting up there, <laughs> <and don't, laughs> which yep. um, which reviews science and sort of turns science into um, easily consumable for the the general public um, um, articles. And it's something that I know I refer people to a lot in my blogs and also just in my life. And I know the academy. Jean, we often also refer people who have questions to your blog. Um, so you do a lot of like really important and really cool uh, outreach. Um, and then you do, you write for the Academy as well. And you also do webinars for us and for other places. So I think you, you know, you're, you're sort of one of those people who is really dedicated to the science and really pays attention to the science, but also finds it um, very important to make sure that, that the science that's happening is is sort of um, consumable by the general public. So we're very lucky to have you. Thank you. And I forgot to mention that you actually do some really cool webinars too. And I've seen you do them for different groups, including Pet Professional Guild, and they 
also are so much fun because you make everything you do really fun and interesting and cool. And I think people can learn such a lot from them too. So that's fantastic. Thank you. I love doing webinars. It's like definitely one of my favorite things. Um, So some of the episodes of the um, positive posting conversation will be just you and me chatting. And I know we always have a lot of fun when we chat, um, but other times we're going to have special guests. So we're going to have authors, um, dog trainers, some of our colleagues from the academy and and other sort of professional colleagues to talk about specific topics. um, Or we're going to be talking to authors about their books. I'm really looking forward to sort of like a cornucopia of fantastic conversations. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. And I think because we both bring a lot of expertise and a lot of experience and we love talking about these topics and we love informing people things, cool things about dogs and cats. But I think it's also important to say there are a few things that are kind of important to our approach. So we are both really strong believers in the importance of reward-based training, which means giving rewards for behaviors that we want to see more of and taking the rewards away for behaviors that we would like to see less of. And one of the reasons for that is simply that it works. It's very, very effective. But another reason is that it's much, much better for our dogs and cats welfare. I'm including cats because, of course, you can train cats too. Um, And we know that if you use aversive methods instead, unfortunately, if you're using prong collars, shock collars, leash corrections, anything like that, there's a lot of science now that tells us that there are risks to dogs welfare if you do that. And you risk the dog being more fearful, aggressive, having a worse relationship with you even being pessimistic and so it's really really important that we use reward-based training and everything that we talk about is is within that approach of using kind humane scientifically based methods to train dogs and cats yes absolutely i think um so if the first of your three pillars is reward-based training the second is going to be enrichment and or sorry management (laughs) so management is something that i think Dog guardians find, and I know I did before I became a dog professional, I found it hard to wrap my mind around. Um, So what this means is setting up the dog's environment to prevent them from doing things that are harmful for them or, you know, that we don't want to see um, or protecting training, you know. So in some way, we change the dog's world, you know, where we're walking them, how we set up the room, if we have baby gates or not, um, you know. so we sort of change up the way that the dogs, they're experiencing their environment to prevent problems, you know, and it, the problem might be something that's a problem for the dog, something that scares them, or it might be something that's a problem for us, like they're jumping up on our elderly grandmother and, and or, you know, causing issues, um, or they're going to the bathroom in the house causing issues, you know, it doesn't matter who the issue is for. So this management piece is something that it's tricky for dog owners, uh, dog guardians to sort of um, wrap their mind around to to start with, but it makes training and managing our lives with dogs so much easier. So it is something that we hammer quite a bit um, on. It's just how to sort of um, make our lives easier with dogs, make dogs' lives easier, protect, um, you know, and and just let everybody have a more peaceable kind of relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And it's such an important thing to be able to do. It's not necessarily what people expect to hear about because they're thinking, I want you to change my dog's behavior or my cat's behavior. They're not thinking that they have to do something, but it really can make a big difference. And another thing that can really help is to provide enrichment. So I think you already alluded to this being one of our three <laughs> three things. I don't based training. 
reward-based training, management, and enrichment. And enrichment also involves making changes to the environment, but it's to give your dog or cat fun things to do that are normal behaviors for them, because we know it's really important to give dogs and cats opportunities to express normal behaviors like sniffing and so on, chewing and playing. And so there's a whole load of things you can do. And especially they're fun for us too. Like it's so much fun to watch a dog or a cat who is happy and engaged in playing with a toy or sniffing something out. Or when you take your dog on a sniffari or smell walk or whatever you want to call it and you let them sniff lots of things because that's what they love to do. It's a really nice rewarding thing for us to do as well, I think. So that's that's lovely. And that's the third of the main things that that I think is part of our approach to making sure that we're meeting the needs of our dogs and cats. Yeah, absolutely. And I think sort of following on your idea that watching our dogs, um, you know, if we give them something that's going to be enriching for them, something that allows them to sort of carry out their natural behaviors, it's also enriching for us as humans because we get to see something really cool. Um, But I think you and I also want to make sure that we are enriching our human audience in other ways, which is our book club. So you have a fantastic Facebook book group and and we're both avid readers. Um, and so we definitely want to make sure that we're talking about books and we're talking. Books are, I think, a fantastic and like really relevant way of, of stretching our mind and learning new things about pet guardianship. Um, so we're definitely going to be talking about books, talking to book authors um, and, and sort of always having uh, this um, sort of orientation towards learning and knowledge and sort of enriching ourselves even if it's if it's not if, if it's fiction books or, or or any kind of book that sort of draws us in i think um you know i sometimes even will read graphic um novels <laughs> anything that sort of enriches us as humans is going to be a party to our conversations Yes, and that's going to be really fun. At the, at the end of every episode, we'll get to the books that we're reading. And if we have guests, the book that they're reading right now, and as well, the book that the Companion Animal Psychology Book Club is reading. So the Animal Book Club reads a new book every month, um, 10 books a year, because we take January and July off. And anyone can join the book club so long as they're a subscriber to my email newsletter. And the details are on companionanimalpsychology.com if anybody wants to join. And it's a Facebook group. Um, we only read books about animals, as you might guess from the name, but they're not necessarily about dogs and cats. They can be about any type of animal, including the human animal. And we've picked some really cool books to read. And I really enjoy discussing the books with people. That's why I started it, because I wanted other people to discuss some of these books with. So that's really fun. So this is just a quick introduction to the Positive Posting Conversation. You can su- subscribe to the podcast via your app. You'll find show notes on Companion Animal Psychology. And just so you know, you do have the option, if you'd like to, to watch episodes via YouTube instead. But if you want to make sure you're staying up to date with us, please hit the subscribe button now on your app and you can come and learn more about dogs and cats with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Positive Posting Conversation. If you liked this episode, please subscribe to the show and write us a review via your podcast app. For the show notes, visit companionanimalpsychology.com. This show was produced by Zazie Todd. The music is Melody from Paris by Studio Le Boost. See you next time.